With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. You are unmuted. Uh, Janine, at the same time. Okay. And it looks as like we you know. have another. I got you, Charles. I have your back 100%. I already know about, like, bottom line is municipalities, if they can charter and be under the state constitution, that's how they get their authority is from the state, right? Most municipalities. That means that those even, even though at the local level, they claim to be representing these people at the township level, but they're not. They're straight up de facto. I'm with you, Charles, 100%. No one can explain it the way I can to you. And therefore, that's how you know, I know, and these other people out here, they need to know. They need to get to know. Period. Yeah, they need to get to know that you're a nigger lover. Now, where's the real niggers at? I'm here to smash niggers. And where's that old hag, Cheyenne? Where's my savage? Get my savage! Uh, That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Todd Morrison. We are here live tonight at the Negro Show. Yes, this is the show that left the original show. Now we're here listening to their niggery. Yes. Continue on. You also find several attempts to tell their story via videos from third parties who have studied. Where the hell is she? But today... You're going to hear the story as told. You are muted. Well, it took Cheyenne long enough. Yeah. Thank you, Cheyenne. Hey, guys. Yeah. It took me a while. I forgot to uh, do the uh, board. Thank you. I I started playing the Freeman video, just so you know, so I could cut that guy out. Yeah, he's gone. Well, he's still here. I moved it. Well, if you'd like to hear yeah. some more of that video, I just have the first five minutes of it here if you want. Uh, I think our conversation no. is, is exactly. priority. Yep. Well, you were talking you about guys, it, so Yes, you and Donaldson, Donaldson and Charles, you were doing good. I don't need to add anyone else in. Oh, Cheyenne. Anyway, back to thank you very much, tonight, Diane. Uh, Charles, I've gotten your two documents downloaded also, the township community thing and the emergency uh, mandate thing. I will be listening to those after the call. That's how I get through stuff is by listening to it. 
And um, uh, I appreciate you putting that in there. It's going to give you wrote those documents or those 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 writings, and that's going to give me a better understanding for your 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 thinking. And I can I don't have to pick your brain over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and two, when we get into discussions, that, that, that's like a, a computer blueprint of my brain. And, and, and so um, when we've got points of clarification, if you've got those documents handy, I can say go to page 17 and look at the discussion of the citations from Black's Law Dictionary, about 100 courts, see, see where it says this or that. And I can, I can draw you right mainly to the particular point that we're having a discussion about. Right. Yeah, yeah but Charles, I mean, keep in mind, that's exactly yeah. why, right, well, that's exactly why, I mean, I want these people involved in it, too. They, they need to get all the same information. Uh, it's crucial to the continuity of the group, you know. Yeah. And, and the, the sooner they catch up and start exp- expressing themselves in a way that lets me know that they actually comprehend what the hell you're talking about, I will be happy. But right now I'm not because these, the people that are listening seem to actually not be expressing the right, they're not saying the right words, keywords, things that would give you and me the comprehension that they do really fully grasp the power and the structure of the legal system. You know what I'm saying? That you're talking about. It's one thing for you to explain it, okay, and and in your terms. But have they done the research previously to actually know how it all fits together so we can move forward? Because we don't really, like you said, we don't have a lot of time, Charles, to to move forward. We don't want to spend... We're not sitting here trying to spend a couple of months learning, right? Right, but Don, um, we, we we need to be compassionate with with the people that are evidencing oh, their I'm... sincere, humble uh, efforts to to come up to speed with what we're doing. I love um, it. I love compassion. I have thick okay. skin, though, so my compassion is a different breed. Uh, well, I understand you're a frontline warrior. You're willing to take a hit, and and that's a good thing. But but you need to be just a smidgen more sensitive when 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 we've closed the door and we've excluded the the, the troublemakers, and we're trying to maintain our judicial calm here and to nurture our people up to speed so they can also become judicial warriors. Well, let's 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 clarify some things with them. Then ask them pivotal questions so that way we, we can get a clear understanding. If you don't well, mind. Certainly. And I want to see if Cheyenne has any questions about um, or any lack of understanding. And if you're saying you don't, can you please tell me how how a municipality presumes authority that's put over the local people? Us, the court, not you. The court. We're proceeding in the name of the people and on behalf. Right. Okay. So... uh, and in that's this where inquiry, that's where that's where we were going, and Charles ended up giving us the link, and I thought we were going to go back to that link. Well, I have got all these documents that I'm moving over to a folder to share regarding justice of the peace and also precinct. But it's the same thing that you just got done asking. He ended up putting up a link. We all went there, and we're still waiting for Charles. Get okay. on board. Um, <laughs> um, well, uh, um, Cheyenne, could you direct us with some more surgical precision as to where you think um, uh, uh, we uh, our, our general thrust was to uh, incline best to focus? Oh no, no. I I was just bringing up on the 
the link that you were going to share with us. I will post it right now. The townships and the constables, lawful organizing, V3. And that's the link that, um, hold on. Okay. Charles, I actually have the constable document right here. It's a manual for empowering men to become effective as the first and most important peace officers of the people. And that's actually a great uh, article. I think that you probably put a lot of forethought into that and did some great research, and I'm looking forward to reading that. The other one is um, the Township uh, Community Organizing and Lawful Basis document, which uh, was written in 2016 and uh, also uh, uh, talks about where you're from, talking from Oregon. Uh, ultimately designed to communicate where, where the basis in law is to be found for our common American people to claim our lawful rights, to form our very own, our own very powerful township communities. That third sentence is so powerful. Why? Thank because you. It, it, tip, it explains exactly your um, premise. In, in It's the most hard-hitting point of the entire document, and you put it right at the very beginning. First of all, I can tell you right there that's some great writing. Uh, the other one is a notice and complaint of state of emergency. Yeah. Emergency, emergency mandamus um, titled um, Notice County Return Donation or something like that. And what is that about? Well, that's, that, that, that's to, to bring the research into actual um, 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 productive um, uh, interaction with the local de facto community uh, uh, governing body uh, uh, in efforts to to uh, uh, lay the groundwork for uh, setting the stage for a large community of people going into the next county commissioners meeting and demanding uh, uh, changes. Mm-hmm. See, after they default, uh, in response to this notice of complaint and. Uh, notice and complaint of state of emergency, which they already have. That was back in January of 2016, uh, about 18 months ago. Um, and uh, they, they, they don't, they, they refuse to talk to me about it. I've got a video. Uh, there's a video, uh, if you guys would like to look at it, for uh, about 15 minutes or so of me. Um, um, uh, I'm sure we would love to. Okay, uh, okay. I'll, I'll bring that up here in a moment. Uh, I'll, I'll post it in the link. Um, my channel while here. Yeah. I, I, while you're I, looking that up, Charles, one reason they may sure. have ignored it is because of the content. The just I'm just from looking at the style uh, that you wrote. I mean, now I know I gave you a compliment a few minutes ago because of the the way you know you organized the information, right? But when I was looking at the document further and in this newer this other one, they they do seem a bit. Um, wordy meaning you've given you you're like you know it's like a lecture basically on paper and it's good okay i'm talking about the emergency document right yeah and, and so that thing i was thinking would be um it's important to note that it uh it, it the basis for common law no that's not the one that's not the one i was looking at what was the here it is emergency um the all the underlines and um like the word as after that uh, semicolon at the very beginning, you know, um, and th- th- there's no double spacing. You need to, I think, you have some double spacing in there to actually give some, 
some structure to uh, things. I like I like uh, I like the mo- majority of it though, but I was wondering if you could bullet point it too and put headings. But uh, okay, clear uh, headings. Donaldson, we have a question for you. Uh, sure. We have a question for you on the board. It, uh, Janine says, I will answer uh, it as what long was as the first part? As long as it's respectful, I will answer it. It is. What was the first paper you mentioned? Um, it was from one, Charles Donaldson. It right. was something about how we become justices of the peace or something or... Something no, not just as I. Oh. No, it was the it was the last link I ended up putting up. That, oh, um, I, he was. I, I'm guessing. No, no, he said for common people. I think people. it was the. I'm pretty sure it was the organizing townships documents. Let me see if this is it. Constantly. No, before that, before that, you mentioned one. Township community. No, it was, the, ba- I the, got basis, the basis in law for common people organizing local, smaller, constitutional township communities, not that one? No, before that. You, you also, you said, I've got, I've got this paper and then I've got the township and precinct paper. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm just looking now. So. Oh, either way, I'm going to have to re-listen to the recording and ask um, Charles if he could put that up in the room as well. Well, he's got the Schweitzer oh. files on there. Look, I'm I'm rambling right now at, at this point. We're not talking about anything. So I'm getting impatient. But uh, oh. if 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 we could just say, Charles, that, that your 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 writing style, I'll help you do it, man. You know, like we just have to the more we work together, I think it's the tighter of a bond we're gonna create, we're gonna be able to harmonize in these beautiful relationships. I love the direction. What I'm thinking is I can, you know, everyone's an individual on this call. You all have your specific common law under God's laws, right? And uh, to incorporate your individual nature into this uh, would-be community is part of uh, the common law. So uh, bring to the table your strengths, what I'm shouting. And I'm going to be doing the same thing. And that's why quantum grammar is going to be a part of my oath um, for the, being a justice of the peace in, in whichever community I decide uh, to to set up home in. But not just that. Uh, I believe that it's, it would be appropriate to incorporate um, the traveling around uh, as a circuit, on circuit, uh, and if we could kind of work that in there that would actually be interesting to be able to travel around and assist these other hunt, like hunt the hundreds. Well, or, yeah, yeah. Don, can I, I might be getting things mixed up a bit, bit, but yeah, please expand a bit. Yeah. Okay. So that, that terminology circuit is, is derived from Roman civil law that was brought mm-hmm. into England, but more supportive of what I believe you're trying to work towards is, is that, that, um, uh, most constitutions, state constitutions, have very powerful provisions that say that the, the the legislative assembly of the state shall make no special or local laws, and 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 that means that there's two categories 
of common law jurisdiction that they're not allowed to interfere with, and one is the right of local government that we've been talking about with the townships and the precincts. Mm-hmm. But similarly, the, that that term special, I've got citations that that term special is Roman civil gobbledygook to confuse what in common law terminology is the word private. So, so we've got our private jurisdictions as well as our mm-hmm. local yeah. jurisdictions. You read that. Okay. I, I actually have seen that too. I think I may have shared a document with you that actually stated that in there. Yeah, we've looked at that. And the, and the most powerful uh, uh, type of organizing they're under is, is I, I believe, is, is religious communities because of the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. And, and uh, in support for the support thereof, I've seen um, um, uh, statutes in Oregon that indicate that the, the, the state-level attorney general can subpoena documents from any type of organization uh, uh, that it wants to accept religious organizations. The, the attorney general of the civil de facto state government does not have statutory authority to subpoena documents from religious organizations, okay? Beautiful. That indicates that, mm-hmm. that corporation souls and trust and all that other kind of uh, corporate organizing, it's all a footnote compared to when we bring into the power of God through religious organizing. That's our private jurisdictions, and you can have a commission from my nonprofit natural law church, if you like, or you can form your own uh, um uh, but, but I dare suggest that your most powerful uh, way of organizing fluidly where you can go anywhere you want and do anything you want would be if you're moving and speaking in the name of some type of a religious organization that's seriously dedicated to advancing God's kingdom within the parameters of the rules of the common law and due process of law. I would suggest everyone... That's it's also taken in, and noted, um, Charles. Thank you. All right. Also in our, um, also in international law, um, it's um, yeah, international law, um, and the article is eighteen one. Okay, it calls it's a universal declaration of human rights from nineteen forty eight. It enshrines freedom of religion. It says everyone has the right to freedom of thought, consciousness of and religion. This right includes freedom to change his religion or belief and freedom either alone or in community with others and in public or private to manifest his religion or belief in teaching, practice, worship and observance. Okay, so it's one of the reasons why I joined the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing because it does abide by the common law um, in our constitution, the Australian Constitution, Article 116, it says very similar things. You cannot interfere with one's religious beliefs. And that's why I wrote to the man who is acting as Health Minister of Human Services and I, uh, I told him that um, you know, he is interfering with, interfering with my religious belief by pushing mandatory vaccinations. Because in the... Um, in um, just trying to find it in the um, in the Genesis 2 health and healing it actually states that um, 
our religion does not believe in, um, you know, um, it's up to us whether we want, we have the right to um, freedom of vaccines, x-rays, medicines, um, microchips, anything else that the government, any government puts on anybody. It's wonderful. Have a look at their card that they will give you and it will and um, and then it says any person that interferes with this relief will be vigorously prosecuted. So you might someone you might be interested in that. Yeah, um, Charles, it, it doesn't it sound like a challenge to the common law. <laughs> it's, it's no, it very... actually is. It's it's actually abiding by the common law. Because, um, because it actually states that um, it will be prosecuted via the common law. You know, it actually says mm-hmm. that. If you have actually, a look, well, you, you need to Google. delineate which common law it is because that's what I think it needs uh, is is a. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. If you go and have a look at the, at the on the back of the card, the back of the card, what it reads, and then read that and see what it says. I, I'm only quoting off the so, top of my head. And it, I, I, I'm not going. Yeah. Would you mind posting the link again for us on that? Did you put the link in there? I I will. I'll just no. I haven't put it up yet. Thank you, Donaldson. I'll fix that. I'll do that now before I leave. Got Jeffrey in there. Frankville, USA, and Jeffrey. In the chat. Um. I'd like to point out that with with regard to the health ministry and vaccine thing, um, um, I would suggest that that our judicial officer for a jurisdiction that wants to address that, the judicial officer should issue a document declaring that that, um, particular people under the protection of their religious sovereign uh, jurisdiction are are not required to get are exempt from the statutory requirements of um, uh, to to get vaccines. And further, um, um, the the backup plan should be clearly in mind that if if people in charge of it, the, the the vaccination program do not recognize the, the exemption of our people from that vaccination program. Then, then the, the the next step, the next lawful defense, is to issue arrest warrants against um, um, the people in charge of that vaccination program that are threatening to to, to forcibly um, vaccinate people that have religious or, uh, objections against it. Absolutely, Charles. Um, <clears throat> I think. There's no standard to weigh the status of a common law resident of one of these uh, cities or counties under the municipal authority. So that will be the the hurdle is establishing the standard and be, and and focusing on the fact that there since there is no standard, then um, the, there should be a liberal um, application. You know of of the uh, the rule about vaccines. 
And if someone wants to opt out, then they they get to opt out because there's no standard. You know what I'm saying? In other words, you get it. Yeah, yeah, certainly. But I dare suggest that your focal point there is defensive. More importantly, I, I would suggest is um, um, our 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 focus on um, uh, the judicial power. Uh, there's a citation from Oregon statutes I'm looking for that delineates the judicial power that the precinct level officers have, and it says that um, paraphrasing that um, um, every judicial officer has power to to issue orders and and arrest warrants and anything um, that is in the interest of justice ah, ah, powers of courts administration of court business yes on page nine of the 27 page document about township community organizing lawful basis v3 um, page nine um, um, Oregon Revised Statutes, uh, ORS 1.010, Powers of Courts in Administration of Court Business and Proceedings, every Court of Justice. And there's other sections that, that define Court of Justice, and in there, uh, 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 um, perhaps indirectly, but there is linkages to the precinct. Um, uh, uh, but anyway, every Court of Justice has power to preserve and enforce order in its immediate presence, to enforce order in proceedings before it, blah, 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 uh, um, um, to compel obedience to its judgments, orders, and process, and the orders of a judge out of court um, in an action suit or proceeding therein, and to control, number five, to control in the furtherance of justice the conduct of its ministerial officers and of all other persons in any manner connected with a judicial proceeding before it, comma, in every matter appertaining to thereto. That is such a broad and all-encompassing statement that that a judicial officer that has a legitimate case brought before him and and is is operating within the parameters of due process of law gets to kick the snot out of anybody that's messing, uh, that's obstructing his his judicial process. I'm sorry, Charles. Was that at 1.260? Was that 1.260? Okay, pardon me? 1.260, Oregon Revised Statutes. Oregon Revised Statutes 1.010. Okay. Can I read it? Can I read it again? Sure, go ahead. Powers of courts. Now, by the way, this is on page 9, everyone, and basically just the first paragraph. Powers of courts and administration of court business and proceedings. Every court of justice has power, one, to preserve and enforce order in its immediate presence, two, to enforce order in the proceedings before it or before a person or body empowered to conduct a judicial investigation under its authority, three, to provide for the orderly conduct of proceedings before it or its officers, four, to compel obedience to its judgment, orders, and process, and to the orders of a judge out of court in an action suit 
or proceeding pending therein. Yes, I agree, Charles. There was a lot uh, attempted to be said there. Um, it was, I'm not, this is not knocking you. It's just coming from a quantum grammar perspective. It is completely ambiguous. But if, if I would have to guess, I would have to say that this was a private document, that this was a private and confidential correspondence, and that it is to be used by the private man um, out in his private capacity, I'm talking about the judge here, and that way he knows he's going to be prosecuted privately for violating these standards. Go ahead. Sure. Building a little bit further there on, if you scroll down a bit to 1.240, powers of judicial officers. Um, um, yes, um, every judicial officer has power to preserve and enforce order in the immediate presence of the judicial officer and in the proceedings before the judicial officer to, uh, to, to compel obedience to the lawful orders of the judicial officer. And see, that's a big one. When two judicial officers confront each other in the same courtroom, um, only the judge that is issuing lawful orders gets to really compel obedience. And at that point, a, a jury needs to be assembled if there's a conflict between two judicial officers so that the jury can um, um, adjudicate the fact in question of which um, orders of which judicial officer are lawful. Exactly. The uh, question is, do they want to dishonor a judicial officer? And they're gonna, their answer is going to be no. <laughs> well, yeah. But, but, but see, we, we were talking about making it fluid so it's disconnected mm -hmm. from, from any land-based um, uh, parameters of venue requirements um, and, and through the religious community jurisdiction. See, if, if our religious communities begin appointing judicial officers, um, then um, our religious communities can, can create a thin... Um, um, overlay over over all Anglo-American um, um, communities, and um, um, that overlay is just kind of like dropping seeds and 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 getting the ideas in people's minds that that the um, um, offices are. Um, um, Available uh, uh, to to be grounded in the local communities, but it, it's a Christian ministry at that point, um, uh, where we're bringing God's kingdom to this. And God's kingdom prioritizes peace and justice. Charles. Yeah. I. Can not argue with you um, on the point that the high moral ground of a religious position would be beneficial in, in a in a uh, in a legal system so closely uh, bound by morals, and so 
with with regard to your last statement, I I have to say I would probably give it more thought, you know, and and I'm giving it more thought, but it is an interesting point. I'm not saying we have to combine uh, matters religious with matters political or or legal, but the position of separation um, and distance as an establishment doctrine, I think is um, probably inherent in the fundamental laws of our of our uh, of the current system. So it's you're not you're not uh, you're not at all off base. Um, I, and so it is one option, and it's on the table, and it's always been a a a part of uh, one of the answers. If if things, you know, when you look at the great scheme of remedies out there, the the, the grand picture, you can see that as one of them in there. And so correct sentence structure and quantum grammar. Uh, has been work have been part of a concept regarding you know relating to church. I'm trying to pick the right words, but the idea is the church would be called um, first church of correctness or grammar or quantum grammar correctness church or first church of quantum grammar. But the point is um, by by writing in a specific way, you know uh, the church sets itself apart legislatively, has a separate legislative state of existence. To identify its its private characteristics, um, and I believe that can be accomplished without the religious claim. So that's what keeps me going uh, in that direction of of non religiosity. But I do appreciate your sentiment. Well, and to harmonize further with you, um, we can custom tailor on an individual basis. A lot of people are totally turned off by any entanglements with religion. Um, and, and that's okay, uh, because the rules of the common law are designed to be brought to bear in a secular, earthly manner in the real physical world. Um, and, and so, uh, um, but, but the shell corporation is useful for people that want to perpetrate these ideas but and actually bring them into effect, but they don't want to be... Um, locked into any particular local jurisdiction. Um, and, and see, at that point, the, the, the concept of our hundred court and, and, and uh, the, the ten household level community of, of townships comes into play because um, um, that judicial and executive authority, respectively, um, um, uh, is 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 notwithstanding the local jurisdictions. The local jurisdictions do have a higher um, um, uh, authority uh, when, when they're well founded in common law than would the private special uh, jurisdiction, uh, religious jurisdiction that we're talking about here. But when 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 the offices of the local precinct and township level communities are basically vacant. Then somebody can come in through the private special religious community and just kind of uh, uh, pass through the community and start um, uh, uh, administering justice right there in the community on a provisional basis. 
um, and and showing people through through apprenticeship type learn by doing process how it's done, what the rules of the common law are, what uh, mens rea corpus delicti actus reus is, and how jury verdicts require twelve people unanimous verdicts, and that's basically all you need to start working with to make it happen. To, to bring forth justice for your community. Wrap it up in a nice, neat package, and the de facto judges will be hard-pressed to, to, to tear it apart. They don't follow due process of law. We do. They are in no position to criticize. And, and see, at that point, we can move more fluidly because we, 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 we've got the more fluid um, 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 uh, mantle of authority that issues from... A, a a private religious fraternal ideological type community rather than a, the the more solidly grounded um right. um geographically based law of the land community right and i'm not knocking that it's a fantastic um it's actually probably it's probably very very necessary the only reason it would the, the way i see what you just said is that it you have you're you're establishing a separate state the bible basically is like a it's not the state it's not the state it's not the the government the federal government you know it it's not the people the people of the of 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 god the kingdom of god you know uh are not of the state they're like oil and water right? so i i see what your your point um <clears throat> I think there's so what, a problem what, what, there. But that's where quantum comes into play. When you're trying to be, set up a separate legislative state for uh, the people, you you can use that that religiosity claim, and everyone has a right to practice whatever religion they want. So you can incorporate those principles into your into the way of doing things. But there will never be a religious test to be a part of the organization or of the people. And so, therefore, I appreciate your sentiment again, but to really solidify the separateness and distinct characteristics of the people as a portion of the government, a form of government here that's already been established from the founding of the, of the Constitution and of the Declaration of Independence, then we have to actually go into setting up a separate legislative state with, you know, which corrects some of the mistakes in the past. And those can be discussed further down once we get past uh, this stuff. Okay, well, when when you talk about legislating, are you talking about something that is separate from the judicial? No. Okay, well... Um, no. But I am talking about... I'm, I am talking about the judicial taking an oath to specific legislative rules of con- construction. Well, that, that would be the rules of the common law and due process of law, right? Well, yes, and that common law would be a a very community-based, localized situation where each, if you wanted to speak quantum grammar, you could, and it would be recognized. I don't know what you mean by quantum grammar. I'm saying that as a chief justice or as a justice of the peace for the super state of California, I, I vow to take an oath to support the uh, correct sentence structure laws of the United States of America and of the state that I'm living in. Okay. I would have no objection uh, to you doing that. Yeah, go ahead. 
that's that in a in in, in brief. Yeah, but keep in mind that when you um, um, take an oath to support written text documents like that, there's frequently certain provisions in those written text documents that can be twisted by attorneys uh, to to work an injustice. And and thereunder, you might have to exercise a bit more vigilance in in dealing with that kind of BS um, than somebody that has not become so entangled with the notes to support a particular written text document. Well, what's correct sentence structure is what we're talking about. I have found a way to um, secure a, a an ambiguity claim uh, in writing. See? And because I have this knowledge, I can implement it and, and say, no, your statute is void for vagueness, and that's the position that we are taking as people here, and we don't have to take your vaccine because, first of all, you can't even write correctly. You know? I mean, there is no one really in there getting down to the brass tacks and challenging uh, for the people the state's legislation at the grammar level. And I think it would be a very big weapon against that we could use uh, to... The conference is now in this silent mode. is not currently available. It's more of a preemptive weapon. The conference I, is now in talk this mode. is not currently available. Uh, city or local municipality agents, uh, state agencies or federal agents want to attempt to enforce uh, statutes um, against us and act as if we understand what they're saying in their, on, the, on the paper. If we say, no, I don't understand that, then, uh, and they say, oh, yes, you did, because you signed this contract over here, and you say, well, no, I have this one here that, that outdates that one. You know, where I'm actually with this, the people. So I, I got an oath here today. Yeah, but so, so I may have signed that document that has fiction grammar on it, but this one is actually to support the correct sentence structure, and uh, that's where we stand today, and times have changed. You know, and so I'm with the people. You're with the state. There's no way you're going to be able to enforce legislation based on, um, uh, and, you know, the fact that I, uh, I see through the, the fraud of your language. And if you try to enforce it, then that's basically... Uh, uh, that's fraud, and it's an attempt to uh, extort um, services and benefits through fraudulent conveyance of language. U.S. laws are against that. You can go into the whole entire David Wynn Miller thing. But there are a bunch of laws out there, like Title 18-1001, uh, you know, that's out there, fraudulent conveyance of language. Um, so it can be used. It can be done. I mean, and, and, and it is totally a preemptive and op offensive in nature. John. Yes, sir. Um, if I might jump in there. Um, we're, we're in a spiritual battle, and, and I've been exposed to, um, over my years, uh, uh, a few more um, sources, um, and, and, and two of them are the, the current videos from that, are, that I posted in the chat window related to the Montana Freeman. And and I know my uh, you're picking up on the fact in your recent comments and things that 
my spiritual attitude is a bit different than yours here, and you're, uh, we're making progress towards harmonizing here. Um, but uh, if you can listen to uh, Lee Ray Schweitzer in the older video and Dan Peterson in the newer video that I posted the web links to, uh, just, you know, 15 minutes from each or something sometime when you can squeeze it in, I, I think you'll quickly pick up on the fact that these guys are 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 bringing the, the, the conflict with the de facto jurisdiction into a more productive and, and, and tightly focused um, um, uh, juxtaposition, focal point. Okay, I'll give it a watch. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I will uh, go into the chat grabber. Wait a minute, man. He was a blind man, right? He was feeling his way down the street with this stick, right? Hey, he walked past this fish market. You know what I'm saying? He stopped. He took a deep breath. He said, Woo! Good morning, ladies. <laughs> you like that shit, man? I'm pretty good. I'm hey, man, I got a gang of that shit, man. Hey, you hey, you I tell you what, man. my man on the guitar, hey, pull on the drum. Hey, just, hey, everybody just ride around the mic. I tell you all these motherfuckers hey, jokes like I hey, exactly. So first, I'm going to start off like this. Hey, help me sing it, homeboy. Come on. Say code 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all we need. We can go to the park after dog. Smoke that the marijuana burn, we can take our turn singing them dirty rap songs. Stop and hit the ball like Cheechin Chong. It still takes from here to Hong Kong. So roll, roll, roll my joint. Pick out the season stems. Feeling high as hell, flying through Palmdale. Skating on begging ribs. So roll, roll the 83. Cadillac Duke to Bill. If I taste them a CD, just don't sell. I bet my cabbie will. Well, it was just sundown in a small white town. They called it Eastside Palmdale. Well, when the Afro man walked through the white land, houses went up for sale. Well, I was standing on the corner selling rap CDs when I met a little girl named Jan. Jan. I let her ride in my caddy because I didn't know her daddy was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> we fucked on the bed, fucked on the floor. Woo. Fucked so long, I grew a fucking Afro. Then I fucked to the left, left. fucked to the right. right. She sucked my dick to the shit turned white. <laughs>
from Japan. Never made love with an African. I fucked her once. What? I fucked her twice. twice. I ate that pussy like shrimp fried rice. Don't be amazed. <laughs> hey. Stories I tell ya. Tell I met a woman in the heart of Australia. Had a big butt and big titties too. So I hopped in her ass like a kangaroo. See, I met this woman from Hawaii. Stuck it in her ass and she said, I Lips was breakfast. Pussy was lunch. Then her titties busted open with Hawaiian punch. Met Colonel Sanders' wife in the state of Kentucky. She said, I brought some chicken if you just fuck me. Uh. Came in her mouth. It was a crisis. I gave her my secret blend of herbs and spices. Coke 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all we need. Uh. We can go to the ball. Got the dog. Smoke that tumbleweed. Uh. And as a marijuana bird, we can take our turn. Singing them dirty rap songs. Stop and hit the ball like Cheech and Chong. Hey, wait a minute, man.
And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here tonight on this very somber edition of Todd Morris Live. Coming up next, we're continuing our streaming of Cheyenne and her her band of chimps. Stay with us. You are listening to Todd Morris Live.
uh, faked his conversion on the road to Damascus, and a lot of his writings are are, are compromised. Um, but but to to address the issue more particularly, um, um, Psalm twenty four one: The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the worlds and those who dwell in it. That's Psalm twenty four one. Deuteronomy ten fourteen. Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the highest heavens, and the earth and all that is in it. And and Exodus and and Joshua and Samuel. Uh, I'm pulling up hits off the internet. Um, it, it's a clear underlying theme, especially um, uh, in in the Old Testament verses hey. that that indicate that 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 this earth is God's. Okay, fine. Listen, I agree that it's. In that interpretation, this earth is God's, okay? But I'm telling you what I think, okay, hear about it. It's not, it's not that this earth is God's. It's that I'm here and you're here. And we are part of this thing called earth, okay? And we're basically, we are the creation, right? If there's a creator, right? That's the idea behind creationism. But... It's kind of difficult to make any determination in one particular direction in a logical way when you're thinking of evolution versus creation. I can use, I, but I, when I look at blood, though, I can see how, and I look at human belief, I can see how humans have been using blood and belief systems for thousands of years, and I know how intentious we are. So... When I combine all those, it's a math problem now, and it just makes sense that what Jesus was doing, whether it was religious or not, was a clear sign to fiction, that he was a living man, and he was willing to die for what he believed in, and basically with other people watching, you know, he spilled his blood for the benefit of all. And and I really... I. It, it wasn't, and it was really, I think, about being separate from the state, separate from Roman civil law. It had nothing to really do uh, with like joining God in heaven and natural law. It had to do with separation from the state. And so that's why it's like to go far off. One sec, I'm almost done. To go far off into like alternative belief systems about what you know afterlife and whether you're a spiritual being or not. I mean, that's all. That's all good and dandy, but the relevancy of it to these main core issues uh, that deal with the people are 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 is, is kind of um, far between. You know, it's far from it. Not, not far between, but far from it. Relevant. Well, I think uh, your the the perspective you adopted there is 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 uh, allowing. Some color of legitimacy to the existence of uh, the jurisdiction of the devil, the Roman civil jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. And 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 that, that I'm not going to say that that's the jurisdiction of the devil. I don't call that the jurisdiction of the devil, though, unless, of course, I make a religious claim. I'm not well, making a religious claim. I'm making a blood claim, and I respect another man, Jesus. Or is doing the same thing, you know. And he he was the first one to do it. That's why he woke everybody up. He basically is but, the savior of the world in a sense. But it it, it, it 
with, especially with your, your your blood oath on the Constitution thing there, oh, you like that, that, that seems to me like like a, a seriously metaphysical ritual that you've gone through, and I, and I respect you for it. I think it's basically a good thing, but but I see a disharmony between that and 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 your apprehension about embracing religious concepts here. Well, that's because I'm a, I'm allowed to be, I'm allowed to basically take. Like that's what I did on the online was basically show right how I'm applying quantum grammar right using the power of my blood right to basically change the world for better and I'm going to do it over the California Constitution because that's where I'm at right now and I want to bring forth a world where there's quantum grammar in politics in law where where the government is bound and limited again. That's my goal. And I, I don't okay. want to change this, but I want to basically bring the law into, into its fullness. I'm, I am I'm with Jesus on this, you know, but uh, it's not necessarily a, uh, like, if you're using, if you're saying that you have a church and it's a political cause, then I understand where you're coming from. And I could say that I could do the same thing and you know, have no problem as long as it was a political cause. Because I'm not going to sit here in full-fledged say, oh, yeah, I believe that I'm going to go to hell if I don't accept the blood of Jesus. <laughs> but do you know what hell is, if you looked it up? Uh, it's exchequer's chambers. In law, hell I, I is, don't see the necessity to traverse into that black hole. It's exchequer's chambers, which means you're going to court, but that's what hell is, court. So, again, There's when we get wrong with court, the righteous court. There's only thing, wrong things with evil courts. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with you about that. There's no argument. The point is, it's just not a spiritual thing. I, I am of the belief, and I'll just put this out there, that my body is not separate from, from Earth or from anything else. Like, in other words, I'm, I'm walking around as, a, as an individual, you know, physically separated from other people and other, other objects, but I'm, I'm not, like, I don't have, like... Um, you know, like a soul or a spirit that lives outside of my body. It doesn't even live in. The, the spirit and the body are one. I mean, that's, that's is just my reality. I don't, I never, ever, ever can see myself believing again that I'm somehow going to leave this body and live in another better world somewhere. Not going to happen. When, I'm, when this body goes, it's totally gone. There's not going to be life or awareness after it. For me, you, you know that um, um, that's true. That gets that gets to a common law issue because that's personal belief, uh, though. The, pardon me. That's my personal belief system, though. It has nothing to do uh, with what's right for everybody. I, I was trying to build on that after you made the point. We, we, okay, I ahead. think the universe recognizes what you said there. I'm trying to take it to the next level. Please do. Thank you. Sorry about that. Thank you. Um, the common law tradition was rooted in serious Christianity where where the the validity of a man's oath was dependent upon his belief that that in a life hereafter um uh people who lied under oath would be punished and people who respected their oaths in good faith would be rewarded that's added uh, motivation 
uh, to to be an honorable person on on this earth here and now when 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 you're not solely uh, uh, concerned about what's happening here and now, but you're also concerned about the condition of your soul after you die. And that's okay. firmly rooted part of common law, Don. And I dare suggest uh, that okay. that, that you're mm-hmm. missing a part of uh, an important part of common law if you're trying to exclude that part of the the, the yeah. common law tradition well, from your modern spiritual system. Right, but see, here's the thing about it: there's in 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 the Constitution, it doesn't forbid religious worship. That's common law. Religious, you're allowed to relig- worship with whoever you want. But the establishment doctrine is exists specifically to uh, uh, prevent having to take a religious test to, to hold any type of public position. So as a co- member of the government, of, uh, of one of, as one of the people um, for this, this country, this land, uh, that is a government office, and there would not ever be a religious test for it. Yes, it was a founding father's principles and morals that we pay attention to, uh, today Done. and they came from the doctrine Christian. They're beyond and I salvation. Think, you know, as times go forward, we're gonna we're gonna see things being slowly uh, morphing. Laws will laws will come and go, um, but the Bible uh, will stay the same. You know, and uh, religions will stay the same. But but the the effect on the religious, I mean, on the legal system will actually change. The effect of of you know. Uh, People coming and going will will um, change the legal system, but these fundamental principles and and doctrines won't change. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, and that's what we see today actually happening. Is is that uh, uh, when you know with the onset of uh, with the supposed onset of Sharia, right? Can you talk about that, Charles? What's up with that? I mean, like, wouldn't with these township concepts? Uh, that you were uh, that we're that we're all actually building about on, wouldn't that be uh, power giving power to uh, religious groups like Islamic uh, fanatics, radical Islam groups, to 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 then establish their township right, and create Sharia law scenarios within the states because they are the people. It's a very slippery slope, my friend. I've considered I see no problem with I, I, I see no problem with inviting Muslim communities to responsibly self govern under the rules oh, of the Oh, That's not law. my point. My point is not that. I'm talking no what's all this nigger in We're not having any religious tests though. So yeah, I don't see a problem with that either, but that there's no religious test to be a part of the people. You could be religious well, Hindu. Hindu. You could be Hindu. You could be a Satan worshiper. You are unmuted. I don't think so. See, this is this is where we're well, going to have to. Well, defining the people as qualified electors. Remember, uh, it depends. I'm saying respect for religious belief systems is valuable. I yield. Okay, it sounds like we're harmonious, and perhaps we're belaboring the subject too far. Probably, because um, we like to talk. 
Well, it, 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 it depends on the subject matter. Sometimes we don't like to talk when we don't have a good subject. But um, um, uh, when, when we've got a good subject, it is good to talk. And again, Cheyenne and Janine. Uh, Hello. Thank you. Hello. Um, but there, there, there's one particular citation from Black's Law Dictionary I'd like to draw out. I think it's in the 27-page document. I'm scrolling through it now. But it, it's, it defines free man. Yeah, free man. Um, uh, Freeman's rule. Uh, yeah, free man. Free man, page 16, um, about halfway down the document, free man before the paragraph break. Before the Norman Conquest, a free man might be a, a man of small estate dependent upon a lord, period. Every man, not himself a lord, was bound to have a lord be treated as unworthy of a free man's right. Okay? You are muted. Okay, what's going on in the chat window? Hey, that was me. Sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, Frank Bill messing with us again, huh? Go ahead, though, bud. I'm listening. Bring okay, that. well, the, um, <clears throat> that lord is a town constable that they're referring to in the quote. Okay, so everybody that's a qualified elector needs to be um, governed by a town constable. He needs to remember... No need to worry. We will continue uh, Cheyenne and her gang of chimps with their nigger program in just a moment. But I think with so much blasphemy in the air, compliments of of one uh, window cleaner over there. I think it's, it's time for tonight's uh, come to Jesus moment. Yes. Yes. All of you who are... 90 asleep. seconds... Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you, 90 seconds. Yes, all of you who are asleep in your souls tonight. Yes, I have a man here with me on tonight in studio who's about to wake up the, the Holy Ghost power of God in your life. Yes, take it away, my brother. Take it away. Sixty seconds. Oh, don't limit God with 60 seconds tonight. Don't put limitations on God. Host, I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for discontinuing to play the niggerdom on your call, your, your great historical world-renowned call. I'd like to thank you for putting an end to that nigger. Thank you, sir. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, my brother. No need to worry. No need to worry. We will discontinue the nigger. Ten seconds. We will get on fire for Jesus. Come on, my There's brother. No yes. We have, we have no Dookie Hauser here. 
in studio tonight. He's he's going to sing us a, a great gospel tune. And he's got all these yes, all these niggers here with him as well. Come on yes, in, niggers. Please, play the song and let's cleanse this call of all the niggering we just had to deal with. I'm going to be yes. quiet. Yes. And hear from the yes, Lord. Yes, my brother. Be healed. Be healed. How are you? Yes. All right, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dookie Hauser and the Brooklyn Missionary Baptist on the Rock Church Choir. Yes. Go ahead, Dookie. While the host is gathering his thoughts and his notes, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to remind you that you are not forsaken. You are not alone here tonight. It gets quiet sometimes, but he is with you, that still small voice. So hold on and be patient. Call on Allah, but Allah ain't real. You can call on Buddha, but Buddha is dead. But 
Traveling with him, I just came along in there. I was on earlier. You know I'm not with him. I don't know what the hell it was. Uh, everybody thinking about that crap. That's Todd, Todd and Tyrone who acts the same. South, South the same Texas. person. The, no, yeah. Cheyenne. The correct name is. Dan. Go ahead, Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to uh, speak with you. That's Danny. But Charles, do you want to have a break first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, right. That's well, right. We're, we're taking a break here for. 
Well, I tried to clean up the streets around here. It is a nice segue to maybe invite Mike to participate a little bit more in the discussion. He might have some comments or questions that are constructive. Hey, Mike. Mike, go ahead. All right. um, I had had a... I had an idea about earlier. You guys were talking about when you, when you guys signed into something, or somebody was you know talking about their you know like I don't know what it was you guys were signing into, but I I think that you know um, it's really easy to just get out of that by doing a form of a, a rescission of signature. <clears throat> it should be. We need a rescission of niggering. Um. If I might respond to that, um, yeah, the rescission of we have a recession of figuring going on right upon, now. I believe it's correct me if I'm wrong that it, um, it's dependent upon finding a, a de facto judge somewhere that's going to go out. Oh, oh, gee, says, um they rescinded their signature. I this we can't old guy our, 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 our uh, he talks uh, like he's going to die. He's going to be frustrated in any second. Uh, anymore, right? All oh, of yeah. these corrupt judges are worried about the fact that you, you filed a new page, piece of paperwork revoking your signature. Okay. I'd have thought, I'd thought myself, though, that it would just be good for anything, any any type of, you know, like, whether it be, you know, facto or non-facto. Buddy Mike on here, niggery, too. It would be if there was a silent presumption that we've entered into a valid contract in the first place was actually um, done in good faith. But see, from the very get-go, they're moving against us in bad faith. There, those Those presumptions that we've got, legal nexus, minimal contacts with their de facto jurisdiction, and that they are justified as treating us as slaves. possible for you. Not so lawless criminal presumption. Frankville. Okay? There's criminal conspiracies. And I don't doubt that there may be some judges that have thresholds. Yes, at the bottom of the page. Shows a um, maybe phone number do in the valley. The work of, uh, of typing up a really nice, well-worded document to revoke your signature that they're presuming you have on previous documents. That some of those judges might actually respect it, but I, I dare suggest that the depth of the criminal conspiracy is so deep that the vast majority of the judges aren't going to give one hoot in hell. About you log in uh, as a guest, um, and, uh, whether or not you, you filed a uh, uh, some type of document that um, uh, is re- uh, what? claiming to revoke any previous legal I'm intent. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over this old guy. I know it's a nigger and drowning me out. And see, if instead of constructing documents like that, revocation of signature, we focus our energies on empowering our town constables to make a law. Call in as a guest. To adjudicate all disputes, such as whether or not there's yes, a lawful yes, signature very, very with the de facto jurisdiction, then okay. at that point we're, we're locked into bedrock we can and, and, and our, our authority all this to, to fight against these criminally lawless uh, de facto government officers is 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 right at our fingertips 
instead of a whole other project over and above hey, what we just spent our time on working on a document that check we're this out Charles I apologize for interrupting I apologize yeah, for interrupting no. check this out I use the rescission signature to actually look for the corruption parts because sometimes that's where I find out where uh, where the corruption lies because like you know like that's one of their procedures so when I do that and uh, and then uh, you know I get a denial then then I know that we got I got some uh, corruptive uh, things happening there so then that's where I can start going to do all the things that you mentioned so yeah that's pretty cool. I, I got to drop here for just a moment. Looks like Don's calling me. I'll be right back within 30 seconds. Oh, God. Make it 30, 30 years. This, this long pause is brought to you by... It's brought to you in part by Niggers. Yes, Niggers. FTD Flowers. That was a long pause. Okay. Cyan, Hello. She can't hear you. She has her face on. Yes, this portion of Dead Air is brought to you in part by Cover Girl. Yes, proud sponsor of Todd Morse Live. Yeah, I said Cover Girl. What's the fireworks situation? What's Kyle, what do you think about them Yankees? Oh, no, Pacquiao. The hell the Yankees. What do you think about Pacquiao? About the Yankees. Rick Flair. Todd, Todd Tyrone, uh, Tyrone Shoelaces. This idiot doesn't know you're muted. And the man. <laughs> this whole show should be muted. What's the fireworks situation down in Texas tonight? Man, my neighbors are... Well, the reason we don't have any blacks around here is because all the fireworks going off. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the same out here tonight, too. I don't know how many... Busting. They're busting caps over there in that neighborhood. Oh, yeah, busting caps and blowing up dumpsters, it seems like. Man, these things are loud. M, they're called M150s. Oh, yeah. They are... Uh, oh, Texas has some pretty... After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, God. Yeah, what happened? Uh, Nigger. Charles uh, went away. He, he'll be right back. Uh, apparently, uh, Donaldson was calling him on, a, on the phone Nigger. or whatever, so he had, a, he had to go away for a few minutes. Donaldson is really acting like a baby nowadays. So I just missed something right when I when I when I call back in. So apparently he acted like a dick again. What happened? I apologize. Very uh, angry. Very you angry. Really? Yes. Really. That's interesting because he, he was. So he was doing pretty damn good. So what, yeah. So somebody said something to him, or what? What happened? What did I miss? Is this recorded? I, I don't know. Did I miss it? No, go back to the recording. 
But mm-hmm. um, no, he just comes off very angry. Hmm. Interesting. I know he does. Uh, I know. I don't say he multitasks, but he puts up a lot of people. Uh, like when there's stuff in the background, uh, uh, the lifestyle. Yeah, that he's he done that. Yeah, he did. That, all the yeah. all the people he has to deal with, you know, and see. Sometimes he he cut you know like people cut in so he's got to talk to them right away and sometimes we think they're he's talking to us also and it's hard to to to, to no, distinguish no. from that. No, but I'm he talking was, about I'm talking about that regular stuff calls, right there. I'm right, not talking about right. the, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Janine, are you still okay. on? And now I'm not going to unmute Frank. Sorry, that's Todd or um, uh, Tyrone. Rick from Southern Illinois? No, Prank. Oh, Prank. Prank, yeah, Prank. All right. I caught his call was a joke. That's why I ended up starting my own call. Nicola had her call today? Yes. It was just hmm. people talking over each other and Yeah, seriously, uh, what's going Sorry, I was talking over you, I apologize. <laughs> That's amazing. I I was like I was agreeing with you, but yet I ended up talking over you. That is just something. Well, I, I, I see where I you have yeah. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I'm I yeah, yeah, Nicola. So I, I just don't understand why she does it. I mean, when she's letting all the disruptors in, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes even I myself, if like I were to start going off, or like say me or Master Lewis or Donaldson. Oh, they got to him. He's she'll chimping do that out. Off all day. She'll cut his ass off all day. You know, and maybe Donaldson, but but then it's like it takes like forever. Jeez. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, apparently uh, Shay got thirty days. 30 days, okay. In jail. Should officer case her appeal. Okay. And it looks like I have two unmute. So I'm, I'm going to, I forget how to run this board. So I'm going to okay. mute all. Okay. And then I'm going to unmute. Oh, you know what you do is, uh, you're on a computer, right? Well, hold Yeah. Okay. Because all you can just... do that. Yeah, the, the the blue, the, the no. see, there's, there's a, yeah. The, unmute. You are unmuted. I'm just going to mute. Yes, we're unmuted. Hi, everybody. Oh, Hi, shit. Cheyenne. <laughs> My love. Y'all going to get, y'all going to get married, huh? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, you as are soon muted. as. Okay, here we go. As soon as, uh. She unmuted everybody. Not everybody. Oh, okay, now I got it. Oh, I got it. Oh, thank you, Cheyenne. And Cheyenne, let me... Hi, hello, uh, Money Mike. Uh, let hey. me say, Cheyenne, that I... Uh, I do feel bad for telling you to shut up. And I hope that you can be big enough to accept my apology. And I big apologize enough. for telling you to shut up. Wait a minute. Is, is Cheyenne a big... A, a plus-size... Plus-size woman. Just hang on, Todd. It won't last You're long. Welcome. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Cheyenne. Donaldson's got that You're ADHDDT. Now, I think you and uh, Money Mike were speaking. HDDT. Yes. 
Mike, what was our train of conversation there? It was about rescission of signature. You get the ass uh, I would. Um, I also thought about uh, using a rescission of signature in order to find uh, to find you know like how you said uh, you doesn't always work because of corruption, but I would actually use that as a tool to find the corrupt individuals to find them, you know, and to see who's who in the you know who's good or who's not. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, if I might expand on that a bit. Um, um, I, I, I like to think in terms of taking everything public so that all of our, our paperwork and interactions with the de facto oh, judges ever shut up. Are, 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 are being viewed oh. by, by apprentices, students that are looking for optimal ways to um, interact with the agents of the evil empire there? And they're under. Um, um, I, I think it's more constructive. Oh, to, uh, it's um, central Your end goal for using that was to, was to, to, to clearly identify a corrupted judge that's entrenched in his corruption. All and at that point, you've got him clearly identified. Uh, if I might summarize your 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 Jesus strategy Christ for using that replication of the signature document, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, like, please. basically... Oh, go ahead. It's yeah, time to put on some point here, please, Don. spiritual music. Um, um, sure. Thank you. They're under... When... Like in open court proceedings, yes, we need we're a talking, little, a little we're about what to talk to a judge about in front of people that are our supporters that might um, not be fully up to speed on, on the contractual legal nexus that, that um, your first strategy there was trying to break free from. If instead of focusing on all that tar baby belly wick, we, we, we shift subjects over to the fact no, that that judge is trying to enforce malum prohibitum social engineering schemes from the, the, the Roman slaveholders jurisdiction against free I... sovereign people, and that we're not uh, subject to those uh, micromanaging of our lives. We don't need to be told to wear safety belts or to drive at certain speeds or to have license plates or anything like that. We're responsible self-governing people. See, at that point, we're articulating in our in our interactions with the de facto jurisdiction. We're articulating issues that that common people can can immediately identify with, instead of an esoteric, uh, intellectually inbred argument about whether or not we've got a, a, a jurisdictional entanglement uh, uh, through a signature contract that that they're presuming to have a right to you know enforce their private malum prohibitive social engineering jurisdiction against us. Do what? He's nigger lipping the microphone. <laughs> also, <laughs> that would be um, them thinking God. that you are a federal employee. Yeah, well, that, that's how statutes are supposed to be enforced. But, of course, the traveling documents um, um, are, are only supposed to be applied against commercial carriers and things like that instead of the common public. They routinely, right. 
knowingly and willfully enforce uh, a multitudes of statutes and codes beyond the specific narrow parameters within which they were inter they, they, they were interact uh, um, legislated. Um, um, and so we've got a deeper problem here with all of statutory law. Statutory law, by its very nature, is subject to misapplication through uh, um, uh, by the judges in, in, in the Roman civil municipal courts that don't like juries, they don't like the conscience of the community, they benefit economically uh, and politically from, from being able to coercively misuse statutes and codes against us. And that's part of the entire purpose of, of, of statutory enactment if, if for anybody that studied any kind of conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's all about revenue. The court is... Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, and, and, and actually, if, if, if these de facto agents would literally let us proceed all the way through until the very end and get a lawful judgment, right, instead of having to plea deal everything out and arbitrate everything out and, you know, and they got all these different options and shit like that that's, right, fucking up the entire, excuse my French, I'll, I'll watch my language. It's just basically a, 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 they're leaving out the actual options, the true options. I just fell over right there. Recorded live. But I, I, I kind of hope hopefully that, that, yeah, yeah. You guys did that before. That old that he would allow allow these people to that that side of. The common law side of the court, court in other words. I mean, yes, yes, but the fact that right, right, it does exist. The fact that it means means fact. Despite fight fact that whether it's lawful or not, not it is there, and that that's what that means. So when the lawful government steps forward, that's when things are really going to change. You know, and respect for the lawful government. What we're asking, judges and agents to observe. Because we don't want to destroy, destroy anything, anything right? No, We're not here, not here to destroy. I'm not unmuted yet. It's about, it's about let, 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 live, let live, live, live. Charles, Charles, can you take it from here? Here. Sure, Don. Sure, Don. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 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 nigger, nigger, nigger. Um, <laughs> I was... It sounds a little more entertaining. Uh, in the process, yeah, yeah. I'll get a up on that. Let me just say, read one sentence to you guys about from this article called Reading the Landscape of Dispute and What We Know and Don't Know About Our Religious and Religious Society. And what the first sentence says, data on prevalence and processing of dispute and litigation are assembled and analyzed. They show, they show that only, that only a small portion, portion of troubles and injuries become disputes. Only, only a, a small portion of these become lawsuits. Of those that do, the vast majority are abandoned, settled, or really processed without full blown education. And what I'm suggesting is we need the court to allow common law to fully adjudicate these issues. 
so we can so have, we can have and, and not be, uh, you know, you know, rev, 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 uh, rev, rev, you know, they want to, like, 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 uh, uh, saying about, about the revenue. revenue. You know, you know, they'd rather, they'd rather, they'd rather, they'd rather, rather try, try to get us, get us to opt out, out of, of a, a constitutional remedy, remedy you know, and, and, and opt into some commercial, commercial remedy. remedy. And that's just that evidence right there. That there, 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 of what I just what said, I just said, said, said article, 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 I read that, read that article, the article. Okay, guys, I'm going to unmute. 15. Here you go, Ryan. Okay, okay. I have two little guys. Ryan. Ryan. You are muted. <laughs> Sorry about that. How funny is it that these trolls come in here right when we're building and growing as as a group? It's, it's so funny. They want to really stop people from succeeding. Well, see, I, I know how to use the mute button. Yeah. I want to keep everything on topic, right to the point, so everyone can sit back and learn and listen and add. <laughs> Absolutely, and Charles, because because uh, and Cheyenne, because of these, they never let or very rarely let things actually arise to become an actual dispute, and I always try to get plea deals on criminal things as well as um, in civil situations as well. People uh, choosing to opt out for a lesser arrangement of fees, right? I mean, that's not going uh, to a full blown adjudication. That's without full blown adjudication. Perhaps full-blown adjudication is what we would get if we had a lawful uh, um, court system which reflected uh, – we had a court system which reflected the lawfulness of the people's claim of being yeah. sovereign Shines and free from – yeah, absolutely. Go uh, ahead. Darn. Uh, if I might jump on that, thanks for providing a good foundation. Um, um, it, uh, at that point, it's easier for us to just do it ourselves, assemble our own juries, appoint our own judicial officers, and follow due process of law, and wrap it all up in a nice, neat jury verdict ourselves, rather than to, to try to make a silk purse out of a sow's ear by trying to get that Roman civil municipal jurisdiction to produce due process of law justice for us. It's not going to happen, or it's almost impossible for it to happen within that realm. If we if we just learn to responsibly self-govern judicially ourselves, we can we can do an end run around their entire uh, uh, tower of Babel evil empire superstructure. Charles, what you're basically saying is that it, it, 
ultimately, we're going to have to arrest some people, justices of the peace of the de facto, and yeah, also... But, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Thank you, Don. You're an excellent sounding board. Um, 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 it, it, the, the statutes even modernly recognize the rights of mere citizens to make arrests, okay? And, and when we have our local executive town constables properly appointed and we give notice of, uh, uh, of the appointment of our town constables to, to uh, uh, local uh, de facto governmental offices, um, um, uh, at that point, our local town constables have, the, have a clear authority to use force and to make arrests over and above what um, uh, local citizens do. To expand on that a bit further, there's there's um, um, an Oregon statute um, uh, that indicates that 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 it may be appropriate for another citizen to resist arrest from from uh, citizen number one that tries to arrest him, but um, uh, the Oregon statute indicates that 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 um, if 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 a peace officer, a town constable, arrests you, it doesn't matter if you think the arrest is unlawful. You're supposed to accompany that town constable to the nearest justice of the peace, so due process of law can be brought to bear to settle this dispute. The statute says that that it's unlawful to resist arrest right. by by a constable peace, peace officer. Whereas you might and also. Go ahead. Sorry, Charles, to add to what you're saying, and I want feedback from you on this, the coroner. What if, in other words, we held the coroner liable because he was a, a peace officer also? You know what I'm saying? This is not too far-fetched because of who, you know what I mean? The coroner has a, a, a lot of power. Do you agree with that, Charles? Oh, of course he does. Yes. Yeah, I do. And and the the idea that I'm bringing up is is we're saying we're putting you know who's going to be liable these peace officers who, you know pro, proclaiming to be peace officers and holding positions in the de facto right who are allowing these lack uh, these failures of due process right because of the lack of the just because there's no standard I mean you're in an uh, office of, of public trust and you need to know the law. So there's really no excuse for that kind of behavior, and they should be let go. Not just let go, but also if they if they knowingly do it, then they should be prosecuted. And you know what I mean. And so the coroner is included in that. Right on. Um, I, I think a lot of the power that's been brought over to the office of the coroner is 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 developments that have happened after the Norman Conquest similar to like the grand jury process where uh, a lot of artificial mechanisms have been set up that that when we understand that the vast majority of the power is at the township level and and um, almost all issues that can't be settled at the township level can be settled judicially at the precinct level. Um, at that point, separate offices for town constable as well as even the the, the, the or separate offices for county coroner, and um, 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 separate offices even for the the, the county sheriff. Um, 
those are all secondary to to whatever happens at the county court county governing body level um um which Oregon statutes I think correctly recognizes as as being headed by an office called the county judge it's a judicial office it's not an executive office it's much more prudent to have the force of the county administered by a judicial officer following due process of law than a mere executive officer like the sheriff is commonly construed to be interesting you know what that's so cool that that makes me wonder uh, if police right uh with the given the title peace officer under statute have to abide by peace officer uh rules <laughs> statutes mandate that they do that but but Absolutely. it's it's it, it's confused see roman civil law is is a mechanism for bringing forth confusion into the body politic and and they say um, they, the, the the Romanists are quite willing to embrace all those really clear, powerful, righteous principles of of the first duty is to breach the, is to prevent breaches of the peace. Right on. You're, you're supposed to be peace officers. You're supposed to keep the peace first and foremost. But then they bring in their artificial overlay of confusion, and they 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 seem confused about how to define peace at that juncture. They they did they divorced themselves from the common law definition of peace because it's all swamped in in, in a notion of, of Roman civil municipal gobbledygook. Well, we need that, actually, for them. They need their <laughs> Roman civil need law. For them. If they're uh, lost in the pit absolutely, of hell you're you're sounding mad right now, a little a little. Upset. I am mad. We, there is no there is no legitimate justification for their coming in and misdefining our common law definition of keeping oh, no. the peace. Okay, well maybe you misunderstood where I was. What I was trying to say. Let me clarify. Maybe I didn't clarify it enough for you. Maybe you didn't choose your words accurately. Right, I didn't choose my words correctly, Charles. <laughs> let me let me let me begin. Hello? Yeah, I, I'm glad for a tone of levity there. Please, Don, continue. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> the binding nature of the civil authority demands a respect by the people for said authority. It works to restrict the government, not necessarily the people but the state which work under the, the Roman civil rule. This is what makes America beautiful that we have a multi-jurisdictional platform to operate on is, a, is for lack of a better term a blessing. And yeah, that's all I have to say on that matter for now. Okay, if I might jump in there. Um, uh, again, I think um, um, I, I need to revisit the issue that I've pointed out to you before. I think that um, um, you're again seeming, me mute myself out. seeming to um, uh, 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 um, presume that the, um, the definition of the word state 
um, is is synonymous with the civil government of the state. Um, uh, Charles, I think no, no, no. There's two types of civil government, civil civil authority. There's the there's the people, there's the constitutional American style civil law, right? Where you have private law, and then you have your Roman civil law, right? Which is actually the binding authority on government. And what's happening is we are getting overlap. It's we're get we the Roman civil law is being pushed on us, and the corporations are all getting the civil co- the civil common law uh, jurisdiction. Well, you've painted a picture there that has various elements of confusion that I'm not able to cut through. Um, um, I, I don't see two different definitions of civil law like I thought you just articulated. I only see one definition for it. But that's not true with America. You have... Okay, well, let's, oh, let me point this out then to help clarify. If you look and see in the California Civil Code, 11250, 11150, what is it, 11120, and 11250 or something, where it says that the agencies can't trump the people, ultimately, right? I'm well, not familiar with the passage. Do you want to it, post a web link? I do, yeah. Let me... Post a web link? Sure, I'm... I'm I'm going on to uh, another open up another web page real quick, but it's one 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 two zero of the of the government code actually that states that the the um, the people of the state do not yield their sovereignty to the agencies which serve them. Right. So this is this is an interesting statement that that actually identifies. A civil form of common common law, which is a private law protection, and it's been statutized. This is an example of where they have put to statute the common law. This is what they do. I'm following you. That's all. Okay. Okay. Well, so, go. On. Do I need to fill in some gaps? It would. What are you? Yeah. Okay. So. Where did it, what did I leave out? Well, um, um, I haven't looked at any links you might have posted there, but um, it, from your verbal at, uh, recitation of the statute, it does sound like that was a common law principle that was brought into California state statute under the civil law jurisdiction. And, and it, it, I, I think I reworded uh, the essence of your argument there without trespassing against your intent. Is that correct? No, absolutely. And let me go ahead and post that up in uh, to the chat. You did a great job of reiterating the point. Okay, well, at that point... Um, um, let me post. Uh, Here we go. It, it is true that the Roman civil law has statutorily protected that common law right. Um, um, but at that point, at that very point, um, uh, I dare suggest that that um, that's not just, a separate form of 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 Roman civil law. And I, I think you were talking about two different forms of Roman civil law early on. And and well, 
the, see, the thing about the government code is that that is the code for the government. So, yeah, that that be Roman civil law. This is why it's a common law protection written within their code, which binds them, which is the Roman civil law code. So, so again, there's, like, for example, court rules, right, are where you find common law for you and me at the township level. You're not going to find it originating from the legislature. Well, like the statute you just cited, there's frequently good things that originate from the legislature, and there is frequently good things that originate from court rules. But conversely, there's also bad things that come at us from both of those sources. You'll get no argument from me with regard to the good or the bad um, arising from the legislature or from the court rules. But to sum up my argument about the limited scope of statutory authority and common law and how it can prevail, uh, I guess we would have to literally pull out the, the secondary sources of information and show the judges where the common law is supposed to be found. And this way they can, for themselves, see that, yeah, they're making a mistake and they need to correct it <laughs> or get the heck out of office. You know, uh, coroners and all those other people, you know, it's like opportunity secure. And then if not, then, you know, I guess, yeah. damn it. Shit. Opportunity to cure, right, first. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they don't, that, that, if they don't, yeah, go ahead. Well, that's similar to the notice of emergency document that I brought before the commissioners. At that point, we're treating commissioners and judges all alike, and, and, and we're inviting them to participate in common law government. But we're, we're converting from Roman civil law government, which is based on confusion, to, to a common law form of government that, that has clearly defined rights and responsibilities for, for both the common people and the officers that are entrusted with protecting the rights of the common people. Well, okay, right. And so if we get people to observe, in other words, let's, let me ask you this. If, Charles, can you, since you're in California, right? Now, this is going to be a great question. I think you might like this. Since you're in California, have you been able to find a, a rule or a, a standard that separates uh, the common law from the statutory jurisdiction like that? I'm in Oregon. Oh, you're not in California, correct. Uh, okay. Uh, there, there, there is... There is a, a provision in the Constitution of Oregon, and I believe similar in California, that does make a clear line of demarcation? Because what I'm looking to accomplish here, Charles, with the question is the people of the state, right, are the people of the franchise. Now, I'm, I'm only saying that I don't want you to necessarily respond yet, but what I'm suggesting is that what they have said in cases regarding people and who the people are has been 
mostly directed to body politic members of a particular community, okay? They they say it like that. So people means, ordinarily means <clears throat> members of a, any, you know, given community, okay? But in reference to something like the Bill of Rights and its applicability in one of the several states, a claim that you are one of the people of that state would be slightly askew from the uh, meaning found by claiming to be a people of your township. Go ahead, Charles. Well, um, I'm not sure I followed everything there, but to try to cut to your essence, I, I, I think it doesn't matter whether we're trying to apply federal bill of rights or or whatever our, our ultimate goal is to protect the rights of each of the common people in each of our local jurisdictions and and at that point if if we've got federal bill of rights principles or state bill of rights principles or statutes or things that protect those rights or that tend to protect those rights those are useful additional tools especially in our efforts to help make the de facto's back off and respect our rights. But the true source of our horsepower, as I think you're alluding to, does come from our our local township and precinct jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. We're under uh we're forming our own law as we move forward with our own jural society communities. This brings me yeah, absolutely Charles. While we're on the topic you mentioned jury I recently just downloaded an application called Flodia Light. And what it is, it's basically a flowchart application for my cell phone. And I can create box diagrams and I can have arrows and things pointing to and circles and stuff. And I was thinking that you could for us on the call real quick and I'll sh- and I'll, whatever we make here, I'll just you know, save it and then we'll share it with, with the whole room. But I want to outline the structure. You said uh, it was townships that are at the core. No, you said the jury was at the core of the um, people and their form of government as related to the United States of America. And so I was hoping you could actually go out with a map orally and break down like A is jury, that's the smallest, you know, that's the boson particle. And then outside of that, you have your, you know, your, your township or your justices of the peace or whatever the heck, you know. And this way we get a little block diagram going on for, for who has authority, who has to report to who. I mean, maybe it's a better idea to, to work on this outside of a public call and then we can just present the information. Um, but I, I, I do believe that in order to really get these concepts through, uh, to get people and their chutzpah into what you're talking about and what we're on about, right? Yeah. It, to literally give them these visuals so that way they can see it with their own eyes, the structure, you know? Yeah. So. Um, uh, I've got a few documents that are similar, uh, not precisely identical to 
addressing slightly different issues, but it helped uh, provide um, um, uh, um, uh, clear comprehension of important concepts like the hierarchy of the the households, townships, precincts, counties, state, and national, and planetary. Um, I've got a few documents like that that will I think will help visualize what's going on. Um, but um, uh, back to your, you, you mentioned the boson particle as a primary building block, our primary building blocks for for the entire superstructure that we're talking about. I think you're referencing juries there. Yes, I was referencing the boson as a as like this object movement ability. Like, in other words, the jury has so much ability to move in any direction at any time. It's unlimited, yeah. like a boson particle. Go ahead. Yes, well, and at that point, a common law jury, as recognizable under the Seventh Amendment, can be brought into any um, 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 de facto governing body forum. And, and, and a jury following the rules of the common law um, in that de facto governing body forum has the authority to 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 override normal rules of procedure in that governing body forum. But 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 the the, the jury is the most powerful social body of organization that is known in our system of Anglo-American constitutional law, um, and it could be uh, uh, used to to dethrone the Queen of England, I do believe, and to replace that with a new monarchy, including the President of the United States. But but to start out with things that are smaller, um, um, local county commissioners meetings and um, um, uh, local circuit or superior court jurisdictions, if, if people are willing to bring in 12 people that that are, are, are basically willing to just affirm what the jury foreman is saying there, the judicial officer of the jurisdiction, at that point you would have you would have the backup for a single person spokesperson to take over and direct the proceedings in that courtroom so, so as to more quickly and efficiently um, secure justice with regard to the dispute that is before the court. And remember, justice delayed is justice denied. That's why um, I, I really think a lot of these de facto's are just sitting around waiting for some of us to put this together because because they've got to know they've got computer programs that that, that are looking for what can mess with their evil empire. <laughs> and this is the biggest elephant in the room that nobody talks about, but they've surely got the whole picture digitized. They know that this power is in our hands, and one of these days we're going to figure out how to use it. And if and when we do, they've probably got plan B and C about how to respond there too. And I don't know what those plans might be, but I know this is where we have to go if we're going to bring about the changes that we seek. I agree with that 100%. Uh, I would like to interrupt Money Mike. I would like that. Yourself, um, if you need me to unmute you, you can join in in the uh, conversation. But yeah, Charles, that was very good. And you're correct. And actually, I read an article about that the other day. 
that now they're they're giving the judges um, just exactly what you just got to saying. Thank you, Shreya. You're welcome. I'll mute. Well, there's only a few of us here. I, I don't see any need for you to mute, but unless you're running a blender or something. No, we Right. <laughs> Who is laughing? That's me, Donaldson. I'm laughing because Charles said oh. something funny. Okay. No, we still got Frank on. And that's um, <laughs> Todd. Hey, Charles. Uh, what's What's green and red and 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 spins at a thousand miles an hour? Uh, I give up, Doug. A frog in a blender. <laughs> That's a uh, colorful picture. I know. But you were you said blender, so I just I instantly thought of that. Um. <clears throat> We have to. I also think humor is super crucial. Once we begin dialoguing and we get so deep into this stuff, some of it can be so esoteric and and profoundly futuristic, right? That it's it's just mind blowing. So it never hurts to have a, a moment, a couple of moments of laughter uh, to break the monotony, and then we get back into it again. Um, but I really I really like, for example. The, this township idea. Charles, let me ask you a question. Let, can you break down the hierarchy again of the structure for the common law um, um, regard when it comes to like your uh, communities? So you talked about the, the, you said the precinct has is made up of 10 townships, right? And I remembered that from earlier. What is a township made up of? Ten qualified electors from ten households. I want to write that down. Hold on a second here. Yeah, see, our qualified electors are our boson particle. I think you used the phrase. Um, we're building everything from our qualified electors. The jurors have to be qualified electors, or else they don't have the qualifications to be a juror. You guys all have access to this document that I'm writing right now because it's in the folder that I shared recently in the chat room. So you can come in and watch me as I write this. But uh, can you repeat what you just said, though, Charles, about the township people? You said, so what's, go from A, meaning the boson, to beyond that and then stretch outward so I can write it all down. Okay, the, 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 our building blocks, our boson particle, I believe, is our qualified electors from each of the households. Hold on. Appreciate your patience, everybody. I'm just writing uh, qualified electors from each township. From each household. Each household. Ooh. Yes, heads of households. Oh, shit. Charles is on some common law shit, you guys. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Cheyenne, getting excited. This is why I like indulging Don, is because he's bringing a lot of horsepower, and we're going to need this kind of horsepower when when we're 
we're, we're confronting the de facto's. I believe Don's going to be great when we're out there uh, propagating these ideas. And so it's worth trying to indulge him, even though the, the, the road gets a little bit bumpy here sometimes, um, uh, trying to maintain diplomatic. Um, because, well, yeah, Charles. I mean, think about this, Cheyenne, that the head of the household, when you talk about driving a car or operating a motor vehicle, whether or not you get a ticket for running over a stop sign or have to pay the city, Right depends on whether or not you were driving your car or were you driving the car of the head of the household, you know. And if you sit here and say it's your property all day long, right, and you don't have anything to do with your household, then you're you're ultimately, in some ways, you're you're neglecting the common law remedy by not equate, not saying that yeah, you're the head of your household and here's my insurance. I'll. I'll pay for the stop sign with my insurance. I'm the head of my household. You have no authority to punish me. This is common law. You have your de facto state set up. Yeah, that's fine. And you have your punishments for this, but you don't have to, you don't have authority to sweep so broadly over, over common law people. I'm the head of my household, for Christ's sake. You know? Another thing would be on, on that point is common law insurance companies. So they're not so... Just because statutes demand that we have insurance, I mean, common law demands the same damn thing. So those statutes are another example of the common law being put into statutes, okay? So we need to remember that we don't always have to use major companies, but there may be a remedy for a common law insurance company where we come in and literally take care of debts that are, debts that are incurred by heads of households within townships, for Christ's sake. Right, Charles? It sounds good, Don. I, I can't help but think that Hartford's resources would plug right into that. Okay, so we have qualified electors from each household. And then after that, what's well, the next level up? That would be your... Well, there there is a possibility of micromanaging it a little bit. There is such a thing as a hamlet and um, uh, a ville, a village, um, which can break off into into smaller units. But but for all practical purposes, the next level of jurisdiction is that of the township, which is ten qualified electors from ten households. That's pretty small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier to maintain and and work towards a consensus at the township jurisdiction than it is to to, to work towards a consensus with a common law jury. You you, you have to bring consensus from 12 people with a common law jury. You only need 10 people with your township-level governing body if you're qualified electors. But with the common law... So wait a second. Are you saying that in a in a township, is this your version of it, or is this is this coming from the common law of England and and history, or did you, are do you have a model here that you came up with? Is that what this? Uh, is? I, I've I've kind of, I, I've gleaned this. I believe everything I'm articulating here is well rooted in traditional Anglo-American common law. 
I'm not saying it's not, but yeah, definitely um, it sounds like something original. So I believe you're well, on something It is, too. more or less. I, I'm, I'm one of the few people besides the Montana Freeman that have made efforts to try to put all this together. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Perfect. We met, we're a match then. Uh, so qual- you have qualified electors from each household as the base of authority for the smallest jurisdiction. Next level up, townships. Ten qualified electors from ten heads of households. Okay. Now the next level up would be, I believe, uh, you said was ten precincts, right? Ten townships equals oh. a precinct. That's um, for all practical purposes. That is true. But if if you remember that all of this is re- rooted back in. Exodus 18 and Deuteronomy 1, there was another preliminary uh, 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 area of organization, which was was the 50s, captains of 50s between the 10s and the 100s, and and, and that was preserved in English common law prior to the Norman Conquest, and that particular level of jurisdiction was called weapon take. Weapon take? Yeah. Charles, where did you read that? It's in my Black's Law Dictionary post um, on constitutionalgov.us. Previously, you post a link to that. You, oh, you already did. Okay, but that's so that's from your Black's Law Dictionary. Todd. Yes. Todd, where the fuck that's are you? Some very very interesting uh, information. It's a bit esoteric, so it's. But I'll tell you what, it's 200 years old, so that's not that old. But when you, the application of it is what I'm concerned with. And I'm thinking it could be applied, but we, it would have to be basically, you know, revamped. To, for,
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.